understand we've all felt stuck at one point or another, even the most successful people among us, because it's a rite of passage, a trial, to see if you have what it takes to be independent. The test is to prove that you deserve your destiny. Each week our goal is to bring you an inspiring story of someone who moved beyond their stranded face and found greatness on the other side. Welcome to The Stranded Podcast, and this is your host, Jessica Hurley. Welcome to The Stranded Podcast, and for my favorite part, 15-minute Friday. And I swear it's not because I get a chance to babble, it's because I want to talk about something real that has happened to me that could be happening to you. And if I can share or spread any joy through that and my BS, then it's a better Friday for me. (laughs) So on this 15-minute Friday, I wanted to talk with you guys about something I have struggled with my entire life and why it's the answer to the one of the biggest questions I keep getting. And like, this is, it's so appalling to me because I've had people in my inbox recently that are like, you know, I'd love to take you to lunch. I just want to pick your brain. Um, you, you know, let's, you should do a women empowerment event or women that are reaching out to me to uh, collaborate or partner. And I'm like, who do y'all think I am? Like, <laughs> I, I just started sharing. That's all. I just started sharing the truth. And when I ask women why, they always just say, you know, I just can't believe you're willing to be this honest and this vulnerable. And it blows me away that you're willing to share all of this, you know, and you're so confident and your photos are amazing. And, you know, you talk so much realness on your podcast. And I keep thinking to myself, if I'm 29 years old, and this is the first time that I'm doing this in the last year, if I could think of one thing to explain that has changed, because I certainly haven't been like this my whole life. I've definitely been a goal digger. I am, I am a huge goal setter and then go. Goal setter and then go. Like My whole life has been about setting goals and achieving them, and then one after the other after the other, because I have a serious issue with like, okay, it's done. Now what? Now what? <laughs> but... If I could think of one thing that has changed dramatically this year, of all the things that has really changed my life for the better and then just resulted in this new way that I carry myself, it's really just my self-confidence. And when I tell y'all I had the biggest issue with that before, and I'm not talking about like, the self-confidence you read about or the self-confidence you most people think about when I say that most people think even me like when someone be like if someone said to me what about your self-confidence I would have thought you mean the way that I look at myself in the mirror the way that I feel when I put on my favorite pair of jeans you know the way that I walk into a room and I speak because I'm a super personable person I don't I don't really get too shy um so what do you mean by self-confidence and that's not to be mixed up because for a long time I mixed this up with self-esteem. Your self-esteem and your self-confidence are two different things. And to me, self-esteem, well, by definition, um, through childhood development, I've learned that self-esteem is something that everyone develops almost in full before the age of six. 
So not that I'm saying that you can blame this on your parents, but you you can blame it on the way that you were raised. But you do always, in turn, have the ability to change it. It's, it's something that you can work on constantly, but self-esteem is the way that you feel about your worth and the way that you feel about yourself and your full self-acceptance. And we mix that up a lot. People will say, you know, your self-confidence is lacking and you don't believe in yourself and da 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 That's self-esteem. Your self-esteem is the way that you feel about your, your self-worth. But self-confidence, like really by definition, is just how you feel about your ability to obtain things, achieve goals, succeed, move forward. Like it's, it's really almost task oriented. It's almost a skill. That's why a lot of people will say self-confidence is a skill and you can practice, practice, practice just like you would basketball, baseball, or rollerblading. And you can have more self, you can have an abundance of self-confidence through practice. But there are so many factors that play into especially, well, I don't, I just say especially for women, because I don't necessarily know this for men, but for me, self-confidence is the second, it's basically the results of when you start, because for me this year, I was able to build self-confidence by letting go of self-doubt and letting go of fear because fear was such a huge factor in my life. I led a lot of my life by fear. And I'm not talking about waking up anxious and being like super scared of everything, but like fear was the leading factor in my thoughts. And this could be so self-conscious. So think about it. Think about, think about when you think about something that you want to do. So let's say someone, you tell someone, I would love to start a podcast or I would love to, or you just think this, this is, these are self thoughts. You think I would love to uh, start a business. I would love to empower women. I would love to get a new career. And the first thought that comes in your head after that thought is, well, I'm not ready. I'm not as intelligent as I think I am. People are not going to think that I'm smart. People are not, people are going to want to want to, People are not going to want to listen to me. Who am I? That's that negative self-talk. That's self-doubt. That's fear leading your life. And for me, I used to always struggle with that and thinking that even in my thoughts, I needed to be humble. And I know this sounds like super crazy, but if I were to tell myself, you can do this, you got this, look at all your skills, look at all your power, look at your ability. There's never been anything that you wanted to do that you weren't able to do. I would feel like that wasn't humble of me, that I was being too cocky. But there is a level of belief and cockiness that you have to have about yourself to exude self-confidence and succeed. And as corny as this sounds, and as much as I hate to say this, Having an abundance of self-confidence will change your life. And I'm talking about you can make more money. You will succeed in personal relationships in the way that you socialize. You can do better in your career. You might even marry better or be in better relationships because people are, you're a magnet when you're self-confident. People just want that. They want more of that. And you feel better about yourself. And this is literally a choice every day. It's the same thing. Just like happiness and um, your thoughts and having control of your thoughts and your emotions, it's all a choice. You can, you can choose to practice self-confidence and carry that with you.
But there's a lot of things that you have to let go of first. I struggled with letting go of fear. That was my biggest thing. And the, the number one way I got rid of fear was inviting faith into my life, faith and gratitude. And I got rid of fear by the minute that I was scared. I started thinking about all the things that I was grateful for and all the great things that had happened in my life thus far. And then I would either pray or say, you cannot have faith in something working and fear at the same time. They don't go together. It's like oxymoron. You can't do that. So you're either going to have faith and be grateful for this opportunity, or you're going to fear it completely and let the damn thing go. So I eliminated fear by taking things head on and having faith and being grateful. And I struggled with being unworthy too. And let me put this out there. People are great at making us feel unworthy. A lot of our unworthiness might come from self-talk, but it, it comes a lot from what other people say. And there's two things you have to do with other people. One, when they say things to hurt you or make you doubt yourself or um, belittle your worthiness, don't take it personal. Anytime someone says something ugly to you like that, or maybe says it subconsciously just in a roundabout way because they want to put you down, it's personal for them, not for you. And you also have to get away from those people. You have to get away from those people. And I don't mean like, oh, that was slightly negative. You can't be in my life. Like not in the dramatic sense. But if you're almost 30 years old or you're in your 30s and you're hanging around people that are doubting your goals and dreams, or when you say something, they're being too realistic. And you know what I mean by too realistic. You don't have the money. That doesn't sound like something you have the skills to do. Blah, 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 blah. Get the far this you can to get away from them. Get away from those people. I'll never forget. I got a call. I was on link. Uh, I got on my LinkedIn one day four years ago. I might've told this story before. I got on my LinkedIn and I had an inbox message from a company basically headhunting me. They were like, Hey, we see you have these skills. We just got this huge grant. We want to just like chit chat with you and see about your knowledge. And I was like, okay, great called them. The, the woman and I had a HR lady and I had a long conversation about it. I did know a lot about the grant they had received and it was very clear they did not. And so I hadn't, they said, can you come in for an interview? And when I found out about the salary and what they were doing, I got really excited because it was a lot more than I had made previously. And it was like a great job opportunity. It was a lot more responsibility than what I was doing previously. And I called a friend and told her about it. And she just kind of sat on the phone. And then later she texted me and said, I really wish you good luck on this interview. I just hope you don't get your hopes up. I feel like you, you know, you're still growing in your career. You may not have the skills that they're looking for. And that's not directly negative. That's not someone saying, girl, this ain't the job for you. Like you can't handle it and blah, blah, blah. But that's someone, that's someone portraying or placing their personal self-doubt on you. So you have to get the furthest away from those people that you can because you are responsible for your self-confidence. And if you feel like someone is tapping or touching that, you got to go. They got to go. I'm sorry. We're We're getting too old and too responsible for us to be allowing people to have that type of power in our lives. Another way that I have found that you can... This is personal. This might not work for everyone. But another way that I found that you can strengthen your self-confidence is through your integrity, your personal integrity. And that's just 
your morals and your values and you staying true to who you are. And you don't even have to like overthink this. It's super, super simple for me. Like for me, sometimes it's when someone treats me like crap at work or maybe I'm talking about an ex or something that happened in a relationship and someone goes, girl, oh my God, you are way too nice. I would have done this, this, and this. And then I would have said this and I would have done this. And then, you know, and oh girl, no, you're so crazy. And I can't believe that you're so, you just let people walk all over you. Listen, I take a lot of pride in being the bigger person. And for me, that's my integrity. I, I don't want to tear people apart. I don't want to hurt people. That's a choice I make every day. And most times when someone is hurtful towards me, and it's not that I haven't ever been hurtful towards someone else, but when someone is hurtful towards me, I can almost instantly tell myself that person is hurting. They are projecting that pain onto you. So for me, that makes it so easy to be forgiving. Like, you know, okay, you're, you're saying these things to me. You're doing these things to me. You're treating me in a way that you don't normally do. You must be hurting. And that's personal for you. And I'm sorry. If there's something I can do to be there for you, I can be there for you, you know, or I can love you more. But my morals and my goals say that I can't do those things back to you. And I take a lot of pride in that and being the bigger person. And I take a lot of pride in my integrity. And integrity is just the way you behave when no one is watching or when you're the only person that has the choice to make that decision. You know, it's, um, something as simple as going, you know, whether it's going the speed limit and nobody else is on the road, you know, or not lying, not telling that white lie, you know, or doing the right, not throwing the trash out the car window and no one's out there and you know you could do it. Nobody would ever know, but you're just not doing it because that's your integrity. And that stretches so far. And we got to be able to take pride in our integrity and in our morals and our values and what we hold true to ourselves and say, I'm owning this. Look at me. I've got my own values. And last but not least, quit comparing yourself to others. Something else I struggled with. Seriously. Comparison is the thief of all joy. And the best thing I kept telling myself is... Working out as strong, you know, as much as you can, being as fit as you can, being as fine as you can. You can get all the eyelashes in the world, dye your hair as many times as you want, make your booty bigger, like flatter stomach, get a better tan, speak better, all of the above. That is a game that you cannot win. Because guess what? You'll be like, okay, I finally, I think I look better than this girl that I envy. I, I think I'm doing better than this girl that wants to, you know, wants to be like me. And then you'll find somebody else that's better than you. It's a never ending cycle. You have to get out of comparison and start really enjoying and self-accepting who you are right now. Because it's part of the journey. And like my friend told me the other day, you could be down in the slums right now in six months it might feel like the worst thing ever and you've made the poorest decisions, but six months from now, you might be making X amount of dollars living your best life. This is a tiny itty bitty portion of one chapter in 60 chapters in your book of life. Own it, embrace it, and don't compare yourself to others. So just to, just to circle back, 
Don't let the past and guilt define you. Don't let let other people tell you your worthiness. Don't let fear win. Be courageous against fear. And continuously work on your self-esteem because self-esteem will build your self-confidence. And my loves, just do things to work on yourself that make you happy. And I hope your light shines brighter than anyone else's this year. Happy 15-Minute Friday. I freaking love you guys. Thanks again for joining us on another episode of The Stranded Podcast. If you felt inspired or moved today, make sure to leave a review on iTunes. You can learn more about us and our guests at thestrandedphase.com. And don't forget that your stranded phase is a rite of passage on your journey to greatness.